Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast right here on FanStream Sports, live from the FanStream Sports Studios in North Dallas. I am IndyCar Tim, and we have a rare treat as one Ghani Gerber, the Gerb Gerb man, Gerbil Gerber, is right here live in studio with us. Hello, Johnny. We do have a studio, right? It's still here. I told you it was still here. Well, I'm sure. I didn't know if it was going to melt away because I got here and it is as hot here as I, I can remember in June. Dude, it's I, hot outside right it's now. Hot. Is it just me? I mean, I know I came from the north, right? And I know it's not like hot like here. I mean, you're damn, wearing... It's, damn, it's hot. You're wearing a black long sleeve ha- shirt. It has zero to do with that. It, it, it's hot. Like, I got out of my car, and it's not even heat index. No? It, it said 102. That's, Dude, just, that's just temperature. It was like 110 last Monday. That's like... that's that's. I mean, we're used to that in kind of July, end of July, August, but in beginning of June... Yeah, it's not good. Woo, boy, it was hot. You know what they say. If you don't like the weather in Texas, just wait a minute. Yeah. It'll get hotter. Yeah, it'll be worse. Yeah, it'll get hotter. It's the stupidest saying. Great ever to be heard. back in studio for sure. What uh, come, coming off a such a great U.S. Open, right? I mean, like it or not, like the winner or not, eighty to one. How about Wyndham Clark? Eighty to one. Not, not no one had didn't have it on the card, but what a cool U.S. Open. A lot of lot of storylines. A lot of like you know, going into Sunday. How cool was that, man? Is uh, some of the big names in golf were there, and Ricky, you know, Ricky and Rory and. You know, all these guys, man, what a compelling, what a great compelling. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was, man. We, it was awesome. We got to hang out a little bit and watch some golf and yeah. talk a lot about, uh, you know, it's funny because yesterday as the leaders were teeing off, as the last couple of groupings were teeing off, I said, if we had to pick out of Rory or Ricky Fowler, which one would we rather, because I never even put Wyndham Clark in the in the conversation, right? And no one did, right? I mean, really, I mean, you got those. And what what did we both say? We both said the same thing, either yeah. or. Right, right. So it would like, be fine either yeah, way. Yeah, I, either or. And, you know, like, yeah, like we said, I mean, no one even had Wyndham Clark in that, in that picture, man. So if anyone out there that listens had Wyndham Clark winning this golf tournament or even had him on the card, good for you. You're good. lying if you did. Yeah, well, yeah, pretty much. But we certainly weren't lying on our uh, on our picks this week or on our matchups for sure. So we'll no. talk about that a little bit later. No, on. we will. We'll get into those. Uh, Johnny had a really good week here, especially with his matchups. And uh, we'll get into that towards the end of the show. But, uh, man, what it, an exciting U.S. Open. You had guys re- kind of bashing the golf course a little bit, you know. And, and, and after uh, – what was it? Fowler was at eight under on Thursday, shot an eight under. And I said, what the hell is going on? This isn't a U.S. Open. And you were like, man, the USGA people are pissed right now. Yeah. And I said, does this mean like a 25 under is going to win it? And you're like, no, it's probably going to be, you know, eight, eight or ten. Eight, eight, it'd be between eight and ten after <laughs> yeah. those first. And that's what it was. And it really shocked me that somebody got, you know, that ten did win. But I did, I mean, we talked about the beginning of the week that we thought eight under would win, but mm-hmm. – when you get softer conditions, like they had so much marine layer there, and it played soft and for for a couple of days, um, that's why I kind of elevate. You know, the scores were so low the first day for sure. Yeah. Um, but they didn't really do anything to trick the golf course up. It was just all weather dependent, and you know, I don't know, man. I had mixed feelings on the golf course, and the tour players did also. Uh, it's interesting because uh, I know Brooks Kepka was pretty public about not liking the course. Fitzpatrick, I, Fitzpatrick, there, there Jordan Spieth, who of course missed a cut as yeah. we predicted. Yeah, uh, on this show on uh, on Wednesday, uh, was pretty outspoken against it. What what was it about the course these guys didn't like? Well, I think it was, you know, it, the fairways were so big. I, I don't, you know, tour players in general don't like blind shots, right? They don't like to hit blind tee shots, and there was a lot of those blind tee shots there as far back as they had to make the tees. I mean, there was three or four shots on that golf course off the tee that they're blind shots. And the tour guys don't like that. They, they want to see some stuff right in front of them. And that was really the biggest discrepancy. And then 
you know, how they hit, no matter what you hit on some of those holes off the tee, the ball fell in the same place. I mean, there was a kind of quirky holes that you almost had to hit it. Well, there was one specifically, I think it's 11, 10 or 11, that you got to hit it on top of the hill to make it stay in the right side of the fairway. Right. And that's not, that's, that's not good, man. You can't, you can't go around doing some stuff like that. So a little bit of the quirkiness that some of those guys didn't like, but more so is those guys don't like blind tee shots, man. And that, that, you know, it's just not a traditional U.S. Open when it comes mm. to something like that. And you had not just blind tee shots. You had blind approach shots. Uh, <laughs> some of the second shots to a couple of those par fours were blind over a hill. Um, and I can't imagine that's very fun for these guys, you know, like you said. No, I mean, and I, I thought it was, I, you know, I thought it played in terms of some of the risk rewards. I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, there was a couple holes like that little par three. I mean, it might have been 11. I, I can't really, you know, when we start talking late night golf. Dude. I get, I, you know, cocktails are good. Cocktails are good. So I remember, I, I misremember some of the holes, right? But, but uh, you know, the drivable par four is cool if you if you if you have the sack enough to take it over that corner. Uh, you know, obviously that eighty yard to one hundred twenty yard par three, fifteen. I do remember that one. Fifteen was yep. pretty cool. You had a couple hole ones, and then when you are coming in down the stretch, the last three holes were par fours, all all over five hundred yards. And you know, hey man, listen that it. It lends for that, and like I said, I think the biggest discrepancy with the players was they just don't like to hit blind tee shots. I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't either, especially when so much of their game is, is predicated on being able to see the shot and, yeah. and know, you know, especially where it goes and where it lands and, you know, what to expect before you get up to the ball uh, for sure. So, man, again, though, Wyndham Clark kind of – I want to say he came out of nowhere, but he really didn't. He was kind of there all, all weekend, but – not really in the conversation so much. You yeah, know? when you, yeah, when you get a guy that's eighty to one, obviously he's not one of the favorites. But if you look kind of past, I mean, he won, we talked about this. Um, you know, he won, he won, um, he won in Charlotte. Um, so he won that tournament, which was an elevated field event. And then we talked about the team a match play with Bo Hostler, right? That 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 you know he was, you know, he was certainly the the. Um, the catalyst on that team. Right, I, right. I, I, I want to say this correctly, right? Right. So, so uh, big thanks for him, man. Wyndham Clark, li- listen, if if anybody kind of watched the backstory and some of the stories about him, and he was he was a he was a world beater as a kid. Like he went to Oklahoma State, and that's you know at that time, obviously, still to this day, predominantly such a great you know golf school. And then the the trials and tribulations with his mother. That made yeah. that kind of you know he did kind of the right thing, left Oklahoma State, went closer to home in Oregon to take care of his family and his mother, and then kind of got on that golf team in Oregon, and then you know obviously Pac-12 Player of the Year two times. He was a Pac-12 Player of the Year. I mean the the uh, Big 12 Player of the Year at Oklahoma as a freshman. So that's just telling you how good the kid was. And then obviously you know when, when you have some family issues like that, he went he went back closer to home, take care of his mom, played for Oregon, and in the passing of his mother. Um, so, listen, man, if you want to root for, for a guy that you don't really know, it's in, not definitively in the limelight all the time, he's one of those guys you root for. Nothing wrong with that. No, he's one of the good ones, and we've talked about him uh, a few times uh, previously, like you talked about him and, him and Bo Hostler. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, yeah, and give him tons of credit because, you know, uh, Ricky Fowler was the topic of conversation all week, all weekend. Uh, Rory made a huge push on Sunday to get up to a lead at one point. Yeah. As Ricky was just, man, it, it was tough to watch him on on the, the final nine. Golf is hard, uh, on man. On Sunday. Golf just is, Final round in a major, U.S. Open, being Ricky Fowler, golf's hard. Golf, I mean, that pressure, golf is hard. I thought he handled it as good as anyone in professional sports handled how he played on set. Um, look at a guy like Ricky, and we talk about this all the time. Ricky Fowler shoots five over par. I don't want, yeah, well, he loses the U.S. Open. Five over par is going to lose you the U.S. Open. He stuck around two hours after to sign autographs. After this, yep. first person to give... Wyndham Clark a hug and support Wyndham Clark and their friends is I think sure. I think Ricky was one of the guys that kind of recruiting to go to Oklahoma State so they have a backstory that's that's fantastic I mean listen Ricky Fowler Ricky Fowler has always been a fan favorite people are really knowing why now and then now he's starting to play a, a lot better 
Uh, Ricky Fowler is going to be in the mix in a lot more tournaments. And this performance that he had there at the U.S. Open, I think I, I think sky's the limits going forward for Ricky Fowler. We want we need to root more for Ricky. Uh, and I posed the question to you, um, especially in the midst of, of Rory not winning this one. Does he have another one in him? And I know you mentioned how young he is. We talked about it a little bit on Wednesday. You, you know, that's kind of a little the opposite, right? Uh, uh, Rory got beat. Mm-hmm. Like, like Rory played, Rory played solid, man. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't lose a golf tournament like Ricky did, right? There's a big difference in that. Rory just got beat. He played – I mean, you know, could he made I – mean, Here's a stat that's gonna that that I don't know if I've ever seen. Rory McIlroy hit 17 out of 18 greens on the final round of the U.S. Open on Sunday. 17 out and shot even par. He putted bad. Yeah, and he putted bad. And you and it was just a bad bad putting. He just putted bad. His games there, like I said, Ricky Fowl. I mean, uh, Rory McIlroy didn't lose the golf tournament. He got beat. He putted poorly, but he hit the ball good. And how well he putted all week is amazing. Is amazing, and let's be honest with you, man. I, I want to give more accolades to Wyndham Clark. Wyndham Clark won that golf tournament. Yeah, he took it. He took it. He he played exactly where he needed to play. Some of those some of those shots and some of those things that coming down the stretch, how he played, he won the golf tournament, man. He those guys. I mean, Rory kind of lost it for Rory. I mean, uh, Ricky. I'm sorry, but Rory Rory didn't lose it. He just played a solid, and and Wyndham Clark went and got it, man. He just did. And you might you might not think. I say, I say that in the terms of you might not think so because they shot one under an even par. Yeah. But one under an even par in the U.S. Open, final round the U.S. Open, is like shooting 66, 67, 68. I mean, super low scores in a normal PGA Tour event, yeah. especially with those pins. So, hey, man, listen, it, it was great to watch. Um, it was just great to watch. I mean, I don't know what else to say. So Clark wins his second PGA Tour event. Of course, his first major, uh, and he's won both of these now in the last month, really. Um, the uh, Wells Fargo, right? Wells Fargo, yeah. About a month ago. In Charlotte. Um, he had not finished better, than, and I thought we talked about this uh, yesterday as we were watching at the bar. T-75 was his best finish in six previous major appearances since 2020. In four of those six majors, he didn't even make it to the weekend. We went to a bar yesterday. You know, we might. I, I know I left one. I don't know. I don't remember getting there so much. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I think we were. Okay. I think so, too. <laughs> I think we were at a couple. I think so, too. Um, cocktails are good. My credit card says that. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, write it off. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Clark posted one of the low scores of the tournament with a 64 on Thursday. He entered the final day as the co-leader alongside Ricky Fowler. Their 54-hole 50 score of 200 was the second lowest in U.S. Open history behind Rory uh, with a 199 at the 2011 Open that he won. Um, but, man, Clark, like we talked about, he, he just took it, man. He he seized control of it, uh, an opening birdie on, on, the, on uh, the first hole of his final round, and he just sort of rode that, man. He never looked like he was he, – he never looked – he never faltered. Like, he never looked like he was out of control what he was trying to do. Like, he didn't hit any, like, wayward golf shots. He didn't look like he was frazzled or any. For somebody in that position for the first time in a major, he looked as he looked as relaxed as, as a seasoned veteran, man. Yeah. He did. And, uh, you know, the way this guy strikes the golf ball, as long as he is, and obviously now as good of a putter that he seems to be, I mean – is this is this a guy a new star in the rising right? I mean, look for him. I mean, does this is this the proverbial you know opening up those can of worms, man, and believing that you can do it? Because I certainly there's certainly the talents there. I mean, he's as talented as anybody on the PJ Tour. Yeah, and you know there's a lot of guys that are super talented like that. But is it the belief right mm-hmm. now? Now he has that belief. So uh, we'll see what happens going forward, man. I mean, obviously he's going to be on the Ryder Cup team. And that's going to be something. Oh, he has to be. Yeah. yeah, that's something that's going to be super cool and see. And again, that Ryder Cup team can, you know, that can breed super confidence. Look at what happened to Tony Finau, you yeah. know, when he did that kind of similar type of deal. Tony Finau's got more talent than anybody on the PJ Tour. He just hadn't been able to break away. He's got a little bit more, you know, uh, you know, he's golf is third in his life, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and he, but he's so super talented. But look for great things. You open up that can of worms with with Wyndham Clark, man. You never know. Uh, of course, he had Rory charging behind him. He never flinched. Nope. 
uh, as he slowly watched Ricky fade away in his rearview mirror, man. And, and again, poor Ricky. Ricky was the one that looked rattled on Sunday, not Wyndham Clark. And you'd think it'd be the other way around. Yeah. It's like you go into a buffet, man. You don't flinch, man. You just go and you just go make it happen. Do you love me a good buffet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luby's. Luby's. My absolute favorite restaurant is Luby's Cafeteria. I know. I know. It's like you getting into Luby's, man. You just bypass that line. Every year on my birthday, man, that's when I get to go to Luby's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get the fried fish with the buttload of tartar sauce because they have the best tartar sauce Is it Luby's. catfish or what kind of fish? Cod? It's cod. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's a fried cod filet and... Uh, I get the macaroni and cheese. Of course you do. And I get the, uh, I'll either get the eggplant casserole, Ooh. which is actually really good, believe it or not. Stop. You My mom made me try it when I was little, and I've just stuck with it. You might as well just get the, like. Or I'll the, get the mashed potatoes. You might as well get the, the uh, fruitcake. Or the, fr- oh, that's gross, with the right. jello crap in it. Oh, or the, uh, I'll get some fried okra there every <laughs> every once in a while. Y'all but, love fried okra down man, there. I do. That's the only kind of okra I'll eat. Those seeds mess me up. No, they're good. Uh, so yeah, he dropped a stroke. Uh, Wyndham Clark did on the easiest hole of the course. When uh, man, I, I really thought he was gonna double have a double bogey there, but dude, that that putt that he made, I can't remember what what hole it was. Um, but man, I was sure he was gonna double bogey that hole. Um, but but he didn't. He made that the bogey putt, and I kind of feel like that was the bullet that he dodged. And after yeah. that, when he didn't double bogey, um. I can remember what it was. Was it the was it the ninth? Was it the par three ninth? Maybe it was. You don't remember. I don't remember. You don't. Um, but uh yeah, dude, I feel like that was the bullet that he dodged and he's like, Man, I just dropped a shot here. Uh and but he never flinched, man. He just kept going. Here's the here's the key to US Open. You can get away with bogeys. You can't get away with doubles. Right. Because you can't make you can't there's not enough birdies out there to make up for a double bogey. So bogeys are fine. You can make bogeys, and bogeys you just kind of move on, but you can't make a I, – I said this the other day, and you, you said that you're the first person I've ever heard say that. You can't, <laughs> you can't make a Michael Dublé. You can't make that double. No one you, knows what that means because you just they, explained it, though. They do now. They do. Michael Dublé. Yeah, you can't do that. Does so. anyone even know who Michael Bublé is? Like, is he that popular? That yes. Just in yes. pop culture? Every- you should know. He's Canadian. <sighs> Doesn't mean I like him. There's a lot of Canadians I don't like. It's like Tom Jones. He's like the the Canadian. Tom Do not Jones. compare him he to is. Tom Jones. It's not unusual to be loved. Tom Jones is a national treasure, sir. Nobody gives a f- rat's patootie about Michael Bublé. I appreciate you. You don't. You didn't. You didn't like my singing. I mean, I marked it, so I'll probably you'll probably hear it again next week. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but ultimately, it was the missed green on the par five fourteenth that proved the costliest for McElroy. Um, facing one of the rare scoring opportunities on the difficult backside of the country club, uh, Rory hit that wedge shot short of the puttings. Man, he just completely missed the green. His wedge game is bad, as good as he is. Mm-hmm. That's that's his downfall, man. His wedge game is, and I don't, like I said, I don't want to get too technical. His wedge game is so is 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 poor because he has so much face rotation, right? Yeah, and he his distance control with his wedges is so bad, and that's why he drives the ball so so long. Because he has a lot of face rotation at the bottom, that's kind of the, the why he, why he does that. <clears throat> such a great driver of the golf ball is the opposite why he's such a bad wedge player, because you're changing the loft of your wedges, right? So your distance control is bad. So it, it's kind of like the devil's advocate, right? It's like you're so good at one thing. The reason why you're so good at driving the golf ball, it's going to kill you on your wedge game. Yeah, it just is, and and. I, he's so talented. I don't, I don't know how he fixed it. I don't know if he just kind of has to, like, not think the way he, he – he tries to hit his wedges like he hits his driver, and that's the wrong way to do it as a golf right. pro, right? It's just, it's just too much. And once he dials that in, he's – I mean, we were sitting there watching him on the first hole. He drove the ball 385 yards. He hit driver <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? Driver 8-iron into a 585-yard par 5 and we're like – that's so ridiculous. And you're like, I could do that. I said, yeah, that'll be your fifth shot. Five shots. Yeah, that would be your fifth shot to where his drive is. Shut up. Yeah. So you don't I mean, know me. that's that's you know, like I said, what his greatest strength is is his weakness, such as weakness when it comes to his wedges. You don't know me or anything about my golf game. It's not unusual, Mark. Uh, so yes, you know, on. he hit the fairway on the 18th. It was his first. Uh, green and regulation since the 14th for uh, Clark. Um, 
and man, that stroll up up eighteen with the crowds, and that's one of my favorite things is is eighteen of any major really. But you know, they let the let the crowds just all over around the green. Yeah. Uh, there it was a little scary looking for a little while. Looked but like the British Open, right? kind of did, cool, yeah, but yeah, which was cool, which was really cool. But you know, the the, the kind of weird part is they only let twenty two thousand people. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know why? Uh, they don't have parking. Well, well, not only it's a that, logistics thing. It's just uh, the hospital. They sold all the hospitality right. tickets to make that candy. Right. Which, which is kind of some of the players are bitching about that too. So you know, hey, hey listen, hey, they got a. I think they got another major there. I think they got another U.S. Open there in like twelve years or something. Oh, like do they that. really? Yeah, they'll fix it. I mean, like like I said, they'll fix it. Might but, not be there in twelve years with all the earthquakes. There's no. That's Northern California. No. That's San Francisco. No, it's all over California. No, it's not. You, all of California needs to just be an island. You need to go there. I've been there. Why didn't you stay? Because it's gross. No, it's not. People are gross. The uh, cities are gross. There's nothing in California that's good. Oh, it, it, it's super cheap. Compared to what? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, uh, I'm kidding. Jeez. I'm, I, 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 it's just one of those places. It's it's kind of like, it's so, I'll, I'll say, I want to say this right. It's, it's a lot like Miami. I like to go there for like three or four days. And just get the hell out, right? Yeah. Kind of yeah. like, you know, listen, I could see it. You know, I'm blessed to go to Pebble and play Pebble every, you know, every year, twice a year if I'm lucky. And I go there for a week, and I love it. It's just a lot, man. It's a lot. And I love going there for a week. And But I'm tired when I leave, man. It's just a lot. And just California is kind of the – that's how I feel about it. Um. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the kind of the rundown. That's how Wyndham Clark was able to – uh, stave off Rory McIlroy as, again, Ricky Fowler just sort of faded into the sunset there on Sunday. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun watching primetime golf here at, you know, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock Central Time. If you remember. If if I remember, which a couple of those nights I don't. Well, but, last uh, night you certainly didn't I, remember. My man, it was rough last night. Can I, can I show the video that you sent me when you were home? Golf was still on. What did I? Oh, my God. I sent you a video? Yeah. Of yeah. what? I said, how drunk are you? And you weren't like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> my bar rescue moment i said on a scale of one to ten how drunk are you went <laughs> totally forgot that. i'm funny sometimes yeah, yeah uh, let's funny. take a look at everybody else's uh rounds here after a quick break uh we'll get into rory's game um some Scotty Scheffler, Cam Smith we'll talk a little bit about Ricky Fowler here we are fan stream sports this is from the rough we'll be back after this, eventually, when I get there. Hello, sports fans. Fan stream sports. Hey, you like golf? There's a good chance you do, because I said so. But what do you need playing golf? Well, you need clubs, right? Clubs, you need balls. The thing that people don't usually think about is that golf bag. And that's what most people see when they look at your golf clubs, like right off the bat. And if you've got a raggedy bag, eh, it's not doing you any favors, bud. So get you a new bag. Go over to orca-golf.com. Orca-golf.com. Why are you going there? You're going there because you, you want a golf bag, but you want one that's kind of screams you. So you want to pick the colors. Well, you can use your own custom colors. Maybe you have a logo in mind. Maybe it's your logo. You're like Prince. You just have a symbol. That's the case. Dude, you can get your logo on there. Your name. Just get it done exactly like what you want it done by actual designers. Nothing goes out of their factory without the approval of the founder, Erica Bennett, who is just brilliant. We've seen some of her bags. We've got one of them actually in the studio. You know what? Dude, it looks good. If you want other people to look at your golf setup and go, man, that just screams Frank. You want that? Then go over to orca-golf.com. Do yourself a favor and use the promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. I'll say that again, DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. So do it today because Orca Golf is the best choice in the game. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. 
head over to golfcentralmag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine, the Golf Bachelorette of the Month, the Golf Bachelor of the Month, the Golf Cart Girl of the Month, Golf History, Grip It and Sip It. So head over to golfcentralmag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything, turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at golfcentralmag.com. We'll see you there. All right, guys, time to talk a little bit about turf life. You've seen the hats on our heads. You've been or seen the video of the studio. You've seen that the decals are all over the place. Turf life. Man, it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. What does that mean? That means if you play or have a business or, you know, maybe you're a sports educator, you're going to be on turf at some point. So you live the turf life. So go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or, you know, the hat or the keychain or the something. Along that lines, just go to turflifeclub.com and become a turf head. That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today, snag that window decal, or snag any other special turf life accessories, and go over there to that website, which is turflifeclub.com, and get your stuff. and Show everybody that, man, I'm all about that turf life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, turf life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fan Stream Sports in-studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24-7 at 214-937-0569. That's 214-937-0569. Text us 24-7 day or night, and we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you. Now, more Fan Stream Sports. Welcome back to Fan Stream Sports. This is From the Rough. I'm Tim. That's Johnny the Gerb Gerb Gerbel Man. We are here. And he's in studio this week. God bless America. We are we in studio for sure. I don't know. It's, I think that's good. Cocktails are good. They are. They we, are. We know that. I got. Uh, I got. I got a little. My man, uh, Mexico turn. My man, Dale Cox, DC. I know you're watching. This is uh, our Mexico tournament last year. I always put this on there. Um, Johnny Utah. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Another. Uh, we're going back again this year. They haven't kicked me out of Mexico yet. Does that say double bogey Mexico 2022? This says double bogey, doesn't it? How many double bogeys did you have in Mexico? Double eagle. I had a hole in one in Mexico last year. Wait, isn't that called an albatross? I had an a, I had a hole one in Mexico last year. Did you? I did. What was her name? You know Nancy's watching the show. Please stop. What? What what happened? Father's Day was Father's Day was yesterday and I didn't get any calls in Spanish. So I'm in good shape. <laughs> did you get any calls from the Orient? I'm a, yeah, well, just one. Just one. But no, no, uh, DC got us this last year. We're going back this year. We're going back this year with uh, Double Eagle Pro-Am in Mexico in Puerto Vallarta. Just don't understand people that have feel the need to travel to Mexico. It's fantastic. I'll never, ever understand just that. Just because you, you're not allowed, you don't have a passport. Just because you don't, don't have I know. You're not allowed to get one. There's reasons reason I don't, why. You, I don't need a passport. Yes, you do. Why? Yes, you do. For what? I'm never going to Mexico. You're not, Canada. Probably not going back to Canada for a while. Well, you're not allowed. So there's a reason behind it. You say, I don't need a passport, but you, you can't get Well, one. last time I was in Canada, I didn't need a passport. That was when you were like seven. That was before 9-11. You didn't need a passport to get into Canada before 9-11. Right. Well, who the hell wants to go there anyway? Me. Well, go. It's a glorious nation with glorious French-Canadian women. Oh, it's awful. Anne-Marie. Mm. Saw some stories about Anne-Marie Carboneau. Between, we can't, a different show, please, because I could go on and on about your women shit. I don't have women stuff, sir. Try my best to keep that out of my life. Well, try harder, please. <laughs> try harder. You need to do something, don't I? Just, you're a train wreck. God almighty, I am. What's you're the matter with me? Train. All right, back to golf. <laughs> Thank, you. Um, Thank you. That was the Tim show. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining the Tim show. Welcome to Jerry Springer. Let's get... <laughs> Let's get back to the Johnny Gerber show, though, uh, the starring Johnny Gerber. Yeah. Uh, Royal Ma- Rory, my God, I can't ever say his name. Rory, it should not be a it's name. It's not hard. It should not be a name. Rory. Rory is cool. That's a cool Rory. Name. It's better than Xander. No, Xander's a cool name. We'll get into him a little bit here. Better than Coward. You were bad-mouthing him. Coward Shoffley. 
I think <sighs> I think between him and Mora Kawa. Mora Coward. Calling Mora Coward. Yeah, I want to <laughs> say so many bad things right now. Yeah, you do. Nancy's watching. She probably she agrees. I probably. By the way, get well, Nancy. Yeah. And Jerome. Yeah. Thinking about you guys. Yeah. Hope 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 this brightens their spirits a little bit. I mean, I'm on the air, so you know they're at least giggling. Yeah, they like you more than me. They're giggling at something. Probably my hair. Yeah. Having a bad hair day today. Yeah, that's right. Um, Rory kind of had the golf ball on a string from tee to green, but like the Open at St. Andrews last year, he couldn't get any of his putts to fall. Uh, he made a birdie on number one to pull even with the leaders, uh, but he couldn't take advantage of the short par four sixth before leaving one on the table on the par five eighth. His birdie putt from less than four feet never even touched the hole. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was a bad look, man. You know, it's so weird. Like like I said, we said, you know, he hit 17 out of 18 greens, and it looked like he putted bad. And, he, and you know, for the most part, yeah, he it, it did, but he didn't really putt that. Like, it was just hard to make putts. It was. It was just hard to make putts. Golf is hard. Man, golf is hard. Even for Rory. Yeah. Stupid name. Golf is hard, man. And like I said, he, he, he birdied the first hole, and he didn't make another birdie after that. Um. He put pressure on Clark, I think, with a with a bunch of fairways and greens hit, but he just couldn't hold any putts. Um, he ranked 58th out of 65 players in strokes gained putting on Sunday. So that tells you a lot right there if you believe in that stat. Um, he, he had that lawn, uh, that lone bogey uh, on 14. Yeah. Drop, that dropped him three off of Clark, and kind of by then, Clark was on a roll, and there wasn't anything he could do yeah, but, to catch but, up. But if you look at it, if you make one birdie and one bogey in the final round of the U.S. Open, nine times out of ten, you're going to win. Sure. You are. You shoot even par in the last round of the U.S. You're going to win. And just one birdie, one bogey. And it was stress-free. Like I said, it was Rory didn't have a lot of stress. He didn't, he didn't have a lot of stress. I mean, he was in the middle of the greens. He got disciplined, and that's what Rory needed to do. If you look, if you look like the last couple of rounds where he shot 72-75 going into the last round of the tournament, he tried to press the issue. Mm-hmm. Like, he tried, to, he tried to win the golf tournament as opposed to the golf tournament come to him. And if you look when he shot 75, if he shoots even par, he wins the golf tournament. Yeah. So, you know, he kind of learned a little bit that – he was very patient. He was very patient, and I liked I liked how Rory was kind of moving around the place. And yeah. he won he won the British Open uh, last time. It was at Hoylake. Mm-hmm. So going into obviously he's going to be the betting favorite. That doesn't mean we're going to bet him because we can't make you know we probably can't make much money on him. Right, he'll be one that. of the favorites. Yeah, yeah. We we talked about that before our betting card, but um, man, I just really liked the way I really liked the way he kind of transitioned and kind of stayed patient and. Didn't really press the issue and said, "Hey, man, if even par, if even par doesn't win this golf tournament, shooting even par in the last round, then I just get beat." Yeah, and he wasn't pissed off. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't pissed off. He was like, "I just, you know, I played way I thought I was going to play." Uh, Scotty Scheffler finished third at seven under. The world number one was in the mix in a major. Ch- oh, by the way, I certainly didn't know this week. Going back to. <laughs> Did you did you hear that on the one of the tees? How awesome was that? That was awesome. They, they took that from us. We they need, did. We need to get we need to get some uh, we need to get some money on. Scotty that. hit the ball, and yeah. you kind of hear a guy in the yeah, background yell, awesome. "Scotty doesn't know." So awesome! Wasn't it? <laughs> How good was that? I How wanted good. to. I was going to rewind it, and record it, and send the audio to you. But no, I, I heard you were watching. No, it, I, yeah. it was so awesome. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know I, if you're watching right now. Uh, that's of course a, they are. That's us. That's us. So yeah, that, you can't we, do that. We copyright that. We copyright. So send me a little ten dollar bill. Got to. You got to pay us if you're going to use Scotty. Doesn't know. A little ten dollar bill. Out of context. Um, real quick, Rory. Now it's been nine years since his last major championship. He's got nineteen top ten finishes in that run. Yeah. But he can't break through. Uh, Scotty, though, um, you know, once again in the mix at a major on Sunday, kind of had a stop and go round on. Uh, on Sunday, just similar to Saturday, really, uh, three birdies offset by three bogeys. Uh, it's a streak of top 12 finishes with 17 in a row. And how has top 10 finishes in all three majors with the last two resulting in podium finishes? By the way, that's something I would like to see in golf. Stop. A podium. Stop. We talked We talked about this about a year, year and a half ago. Or we so. did? Uh, you may not have been on the show. It's my show. I was not on the show. Because you're not always on your own show. Because 
things take priority over the show. I'm like Mike Greenberg. Like, he's never on Get Up. Like, it's his show, but he's never on. Is that I can only watch it when he's on it, too. Those other people are idiots. Yeah, they're idiots. Uh, but, yeah, I'd like to see the, an actual podium. You know, have your first place, your second place, and your third place. And then you can even rank podium. How many podium finishes do you have this year? Golf doesn't work like that. You don't get medals. And it's it's only in the Olympics. Don't uh, It'd stop. be better. Do they do that in Olympic golf? Yeah. Is there a podium? Uh-huh. Well, then there you go. They do do it in golf. See? I just said doo-doo. Oh, I miss doo-doo. Shots fired! Shout, um, shout, out, shout out to Jason. Jason who? Huh? Jason who? Cardellino. We call him Doo Doo. Oh, <laughs> I was like, "What the crap are you talking about?" That's my, that's my guy. I'm proud. I'm proud of you, Jason. I know you're listening. I'm proud of you, bro. I'll see you uh, before I leave. I don't think I ever really knew his name, his real name. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> I was like, "Who are you talking about?" Yeah. Um, finishing fourth, Cam Smith at six under. He kind of snuck his way up a little bit the leaderboard. I think late in the late in the round on Sunday. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, you know, he he, he killed himself on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not, he's not the guy that can overpower a place, any golf course anyway, so he relies on his putter. He got a lot of bad breaks on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, a lot. Like, I'm not saying that because he was on our card, but he just couldn't catch up. Like, he can't – I mean, he played great. He shot 67 on, on Sunday, but he just – he doesn't have that 62 in the bag. He doesn't mm-hmm. hit it far enough. He puts it incredible, and we talked about that on our card. But he just, man, he just, it doesn't lend that way on a sun, on on a Sunday at the U.S. Open. Other over other places it can, like the British Open, like we like he shot sixty five to win. But this place you couldn't get it. And Saturday killed him and shooting one over par. And if he if he shot two or three under par, just kind of stayed steady like he was, he had a good chance. And he just he had a lot of bad breaks on Saturday. He did. Saturday. Uh, you know, he started the season really slow. Uh, but he's now got six straight top ten finishes, including T9 at the PGA Championship, a solo fourth now here at the U.S. Open. Yeah. Um, the – I hate this term. I'm not even going to use it as they have it written out here. What? The British Open winner will now go to defend the Claret Jug. They call it the champion golfer of the year. Yeah, that's, that's okay. That's stupid. That's all right. You're yeah. not, they especially got, if it's Cam Smith. They, got, they, they have no sun and bad food there. They can call it whatever the hell they want. As long as they keep it there. Yeah, I don't want any part of that. Um, then we had T5s. They got bad teeth over there. Too. They do. Good day, mate. Got them. Um, even the chicks have bad teeth over there. They got there. them raisin tooths over there. Gross. They do. What does that even mean? Raisin tooth? Raisin tooth. You know, get like one of those little hanger teeth? Look like a raisin. <laughs> do that again. Are you Andy? <laughs> Mark. Write that down. Uh, poor Ricky Fowler fell all the way back to T5 along with Min Woo Lee. Uh, I wish his sister was playing. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood. I'm going to find her when I'm done. I mean, she lives here. They live uh, here. I'll probably find her before you will. Uh, but this one's going to hurt, I think, for Fowler. Uh, it's clearly his best opportunity to date to win a major. Um, <laughs> I don't had a record-setting amount of birdies. I'm going to I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think he he played bad, and you you get over playing bad a lot better than you get over. Playing good and losing, right? Do you though? Yes, yes. As as a player, trust me, as a player, if you play bad, you you scratch it up as, hey man, I just played bad. I didn't, I didn't win. I played bad. You get over that faster, as opposed to, I played my ass off and I got beat. I lost this. One. Like I not I I I let this one get away, right? Because right. you start thinking of little shots, mm-hmm. like I could if I would have made this, and you start really thinking about your round. There's no thinking about the round. He just played bad, and and he he's over it. Trust me, it it's a lot easier to get over playing bad in a bad round than just narrowly missing. But even when you do that, when you completely fall apart on the back nine on Sunday while leading a major, you fell apart. You can get over that. You can get over that faster. I mean, a, a record-setting amount of birdies, but you know maybe on the back nine of Sunday, y'all had an equal amount of record-setting mistakes. <laughs> He just, it's, he just played bad. I mean, I'm not so sure there wasn't Vodka in that little jug he's walking around with. Man, there should have been. I told you, he needed the orange pants. You can't do the orange hat and the orange shirt and the white pants. You've got to have the orange. If he'd had the orange pants, he'd have won. Mushroom belt. And the mushroom <laughs> belt. Um, got to coordinate. But, uh, yeah, I still say that his resurgence is a real thing this year, and, I, you know, he's going to have one of these. Ah, I love very, it. I, very I love short. where he's at right now. I, I really do, too. Do. I really do. I love where he's at. 
Uh, he's a good. He's one of the good guys, and yep. and and I can't wait. And to like see we him said, live. I mean, he shot two hours after he shot seventy five in a major, lost a major, two hours signing autographs. That yep, one. first class man. No, he is. He's a classy dude. Uh, even though he went to Oklahoma State, um, not for very long. <laughs> right? He didn't have to. Can you imagine him at Oklahoma State with NIL? How great that would have been. I love NIL. T Boone Pickens, he'd have gotten that T Boone Pickens. Yeah, he would have got all of that. Uh, T8, you had Tom Kim and Harris English at four under. Kim shot the round of the day with a 66 on Saturday. He was one of just 16 golfers to shoot under par on Sunday. Uh, if, if not for his three over 73 on Thursday, he might have been able to to be in play a little bit, but I think that just killed him. He wasn't able to recover. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's kind of he was too up and down, right? He yeah. didn't have the he didn't have the steadiness to play U.S. Open. Listen, was this his second U.S. Open? Probably mm-hmm. he'll learn. He'll learn from this. I mean, you know, the firepower's not really there. You know, he's not one of the longer hitters. I was a little, a little bit more disappointed in Harris English more than anything else. I mean, he looked like he was playing. He just made some terrible mistakes, like like rookie mistakes. Yeah, and he was right there. Hit some bad golf shots, and you know, I like Harris. I I, I really. And it surprised me. He's one of those guys that's pretty steady, and he just made some mistakes that's un-Harris English-like. And maybe that is because he hadn't really been in that mix for a while. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, it, I'm i kind of mixed feelings on Harris English. Uh, and then finally, T10, your boy, Xander Shoffley. Pass. John Rom. Pass. DJ and Austin Eckroat. Good move. All at three under. Good move for Eckro, right? He sh- I mean, he played fantastic. I mean, he was he he had the benefit of getting out early and getting some of those softer conditions. Not saying that what he shoot sixty five on on Sunday. Yeah, sixty five yeah. Sunday. Yeah. That kind of propelled him, that, and it was good. He's been playing good all year, right? So I mean, it doesn't really surprise me that much. But he had the he had the luxury of playing in some softer conditions and. Kind of free willing it, right? What, what was it going to matter to him? It's kind of free willing it, and he took advantage of some of those spots. And he's one of those guys that's a long hitter, so you know he he was able to to kind of capitalize on the soft conditions. Yeah. Um. And here we go. Another major goes by with Shoffley and unable to seal the deal. The world number six. I I don't know how he's at world number six right now. Sixty six. Pick up stuff. Um. <laughs> uh. Came out with a sixty two along with Fowler on Thursday, but he just. Drifted down the leaderboard as the week went on. He shot five over across the two weekend rounds. He does He does now have um, top 15 finishes in all seven of his U.S. Open appearances and yeah. six straight top 20s in major championships. You know what that's called? Losing. Coward. It's called losing. He drove the ball on Saturday like you would. Well, that's a good thing. With his, Does he have a night? Does he have a 20... A 2001 200, G5 driver? 240-yard duck hooks? Like, like the guy hit the ball so bad on, like, I'm surprised he is, and he battled back, and I'll give him, I'll give him a little bit of his accolades for that. Yeah. But, man, listen, man, you, I'm just kind of over him. I'm over him. Between him and Morikawa, I mean, is there any more boring Those are your two favorite feet? guys, aren't they? Is there any more boring guys out there that just, like, they, they will never go win a golf tournament? They w- they won't go win. Not gonna take it. They don't have the cojones to do it. They 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 want people to fall to them, right? I mean, men take it better. It's like you're sitting at a bar, right? And you see a pretty girl. Do you go talk to her, or you let the girl talk to you? Oh no, they come always come talk to me. Time for commercial break. They always come talk. For to you me. to say that it's time for commercial break. What are you even talking about? Sometimes you just got to take it. Sometimes you just got to go get what you want, right? Well, yeah. Well, apparently that's you don't. What I, I mean, I want them to come give it to me. I mean, that's what you're saying. Okay, Xander. Yes, Xander. <laughs> yes, you go ahead, Xander. We're going to take uh, the last break of the show. Then we're going to come back and go over our picks, uh, Johnny's picks, his winning picks, and his uh, go over his matchups a little bit. Big weekend for matchups for Johnny. Congratulations to him. And we'll tell you all about it coming up next. <laughs> Hello, sports fans. Fan stream sports. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. 
Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue, some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine, the Golf Bachelorette of the Month, the Golf Bachelor of the Month, the Golf Cart Girl of the Month, Golf History, Grip It and Sip It. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything, turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. All right, guys, time to talk a little bit about turf life. You've seen the hats on our heads. You've been or seen the video of the studio. Studio, you've seen that the decals are all over the place. Turf Life. Man, it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. What does that mean? That means if you play or have a business or, you know, maybe you're a sports educator, you're going to be on turf at some point. So you live the turf life. So go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or, you know, the hat. Or the keychain. Or the something. Along that lines, just go to TurfLifeClub.com and become a turf head. That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today. Snag that window decal. Or snag any other special turf life accessories. And go over there to that website, which is TurfLifeClub.com. And get your stuff. And show everybody that, man, I'm all about that turf life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, turf life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. Hello, golf friends. It's IndyCar Tim from From the Rough. I want to take just a minute here and tell you about our new friends over at Orca Golf. They make high-quality PGA Tour-grade golf bags, and they're the best in the business. They're the real deal. They're the best bags I've ever seen. They even designed a bag for the Golden Bear himself, Jack Nicklaus. Head over to orca-golf.com and pick up a great bag from their catalog or let them customize one just for you. You can use your own custom colors, your own logo, you name it. You work with actual designers and nothing goes out without the approval of founder Erica Bennett. She's just brilliant. Visit orca-golf.com, that's O-R-C-A-golf.com, and use our promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. Do it today. Orca Golf, best choice in game. Guys, let me tell you about Bay Area Modern Medical Center. Are you experiencing low sex drive, fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, and you just don't feel like you have the vitality you once had? You're not just getting old. It's likely low testosterone. Studies over the last 20 years show a shocking decline in younger males aged 16 to 39. Older men have seen a sharp decline as well. Do something about it. Go see my friend Christopher Lugo at Bay Area Modern Medicine. Testosterone replacement is not a frivolous treatment. It takes a professional targeted approach that focuses on total body wellness, vitality, and emotional stability. Not a one-size-fits-all approach like many clinics use. They will monitor your blood work and adjust your treatment as needed for optimal results. Call 844-977-3477 or go to BAMMC.com. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fan Stream Sports in studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24 7 at 214 937 0569. That's 214 937 0569. Text us 24 7, day or night, and we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you now. More Fan Stream Sports. Welcome back to From the Rough, final segment of the show here on FanStream Sports, talking 123rd U.S. Open at the Los Angeles Country Club. And, man, I got to tell you. LACC. I love the monkeys on 14. The uh, the penthouse monkeys? or The, the uh, Playboy uh, Mansion monkeys? Play, yeah. I think that's the best feature of the course. I told you, you don't remember when, I remember uh, you telling me this. Me and when me and Jeb, yeah. me and Jeb were waterbed. We well, you want goddamn it? <laughs> we were out there to the. Uh, I thought shit. I, this was two thousand five or six. We were out there. Went to the Texas UCLA game. Uh, Gross with 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 goofball. Yep. Um, McConaughey yep. and um, we tried to get <laughs> our 
Yeah. We tried to get in the, the mansion, all right? We were driving around. It was like... He was still alive back then, too, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, we were we were halfway there. We were halfway there. It was just me and Jeb driving around town. We're like, you know, we're going to get in this goddamn name. <laughs> Sound like Boomhauer on... <laughs> No, you know, oh, good there, if you tell if you tell Jeb he ain't he can't get in somewhere, he's getting in. He's getting in. There, yeah. there ain't no there is no if ands or buts about that. So it, no, we we are halfway in, and then uh, the the thing about LACC, like you could drive around that whole area, like you don't know it's there, like it's all shrugged yeah. up, yeah, like you just don't you don't know it's even there, and that's where that's how they want it, yeah, that's how they want it, some privacy. I think I'm, I'm, I don't want to make anything up, but uh, when when McConaughey was living out there in Malibu, I think he tried to get in there because he's a big golfer. Sure. Like, I think he tried, and I, they were like. There were thanks, but no thanks. Firm pass. I'll have to confirm that. All one. right, all right, all right. Yeah, they, they weren't messing with that. He probably pulled one of those, and they were like, uh, nope. No, that, he, doesn't, he doesn't really do that. Trust me. He hates that, doesn't he? Yes. Well, then he shouldn't have done it. Oh, it's made him famous. He came up with it on the spot, apparently. It wasn't scripted. Yeah, I mean, that you know. terrible, terrible movie that was in. That was awesome. That was a horrible movie. Your your taste in movies is terrible. I don't even know what movie it was. What movie was it? Yes. I don't remember the name of it. King Kong. King Kong. That's what he said to King Kong. <laughs> now, I'd watch that movie. Yeah, I'm sure you would. Um... Okay. It's no how to lose a guy in 10 days, that's for sure. Certainly not that one. But it's his greatest film of all time. Because you like Kate Hudson. She's all right. Speaking, She's all right. Speaking of Kate Hudson, uh, can we get in our picks, please? So my picks, again, are for fun, clearly, because I don't make any money. Um, and it's a damn good thing, because, man, I missed big time. As I pick a winner, a top 10, and a top 20 every week. And I knew my pick, because I made this pick with my heart, not my head not my betting head, it, of course I had to throw Max Homa in there. I had to throw him a bone and say, hey, man, I believe in you. This is why you don't bet for real. I believe in you at 28 to 1. I I can fly. This is a singing. Too. This is a singing show tonight. I hate that song. I believe I can touch the sky. Is that what you're doing? Because I'm not sure. You cut me off. Uh, Max Homa missed the cut at plus 4. He missed it by, what, a, one, right? It was 3, was three the, the, the might, cut line? Might as well have been 100. It might as well have been. Um, so I missed out on my winner, my top 10, just a bit outside. Uh, Terrell Hatton at plus 250 for the top 10. He tied for 27th at two over. Mm-hmm. And my top 20 at plus 160 also missed the cut at four over just, on Friday. Man, just it, Justin Rose. He, this guy, I don't. I I really liked him this week. I mean, did too, especially for a top twenty, right? We hit foul balls sometimes, man. We just do. But you know what? The good part is, when sometimes when we hit foul balls, they're still home runs. You score, and we make some candy. Sometimes when there's only one pickle in the pickle jar, you just got to eat that pickle. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes Johnny's picks is always brought to you by Golf Central Magazine. The uh, new June issue just dropped today at golfcentralmag.com. Go check it out. Go check out your uh, cart girl, beer cart girl. Well, I guess they just call it the cart girl, right? They don't call it the beer cart girl. Buenos dias. Or do they call it the beer cart girl? I don't I remember. Think they just call it a cart girl. Of the month. I mean, that's all we get from the beer cart is beer. Uh, the, car, the cart, we'll call her the cart girl of the month. You got your bachelorette of the month, your bachelor of the month. Um, all the travel, the golf, the philanthropy, all that good stuff over at golfcentralmag.com. Go check them out. As I mentioned, the new issue just dropped yesterday or today. I can't remember. Share, shout out to Terry. She is the best. Terry is the best. We she, love Shannon, you, Terry. Shannon and Terry, they're, <coughs> they're mad Shannon's at me. pretty good, too. Terry's mad at me right now. So She should be. I know. I just been I'm mad at you, too, right now. Why? I don't know. You'll make up some shit. <laughs> I'll figure it out before the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny, who was on your card this week? What? Listen. <laughs> That's a bad question, huh? That was a bad question. But but it was a profitable week. And this is why we this is why we talk about this all the time. Follow the system. Follow the matchups. Follow the system. Like we had last week. Yep. Follow it. I know you guys, half the year so far, you guys have been cussing me out. But this is why I tell you to follow the system. It's not a matter if it's a dollar. It's $10. It doesn't matter. Follow the system. We didn't have a winner this week. Our, 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 our first pick on the board was, um, I, I don't even want to say his name. I don't. Do it. You have to. I have been touting him for three months. 
16 to 1, Patrick Cantley. That's all I'm going to say about that. He, let's just say he didn't Boo. win. Boo. T14, two under. Yeah. Terrell Hatton, uh, the Volcano, 28 to 1. But I did, I did win the bet. I did win the bet. He broke three clubs. <laughs> what was the over under four? You picked the under two and a half. Oh, you got the over. Okay. Yeah, I got the over two and a half. And I said that on. Oh, he's got a temper, man. Oh boy, and he was he I was on it. till twenty eight. I thought he was a good golfer. He just didn't drive it nearly as well as he has the last couple of weeks, and it killed him. Golf is hard. It is. Uh, golf is hard, and cocktails are good. Cocktails I mean, that's just good. that's just the only way you can go about it. So no performance. Cam Smith twenty eight to one. Man, I really thought he'd make a move. Saturday killed him. Saturday killed him. Uh, but he's he's fit for this. He is fit for a U.S. Mm-hmm. Open, and uh, I he made a move. I, I'm not disappointed on that pick at 28 to one. A, a lot, a lot of value, man. I really liked him. And he, if he had a few more holes, if there was 18 more holes, I would pick Cam Smith. Like he was in that just that 70, 71 that he played in so many bad, but bad, bad spots. Yeah, uh, 71 was a really good score. He just couldn't catch up. Ham sandwich picked this week. Denny McCarthy at one ten to one, great value. I think he finished like T eighteen or something like that. Just had a bad stretch. <laughs> Got off to a little bit of a rough start. Couldn't catch up because he doesn't hit the ball, golf ball. He can't dominate a golf course like like DJ. So he had to play really solid. He made three double bogeys through the week, and you just can't catch up with a guy like Denny McCarthy. You just can't. Um, DJ, you can catch up, but d- double bogeys on U.S. Opens are death mm-hmm. you can't catch up best putter in the world i thought there was great value couldn't get there top 10 picks justin rose plus 550 like we said uh mc hammer just some just a mystery uh cam davis another mystery we he was dfl i mean plus mm-hmm. 900 which was a mystery i thought it was a great golf course for him man he shot and 11 ta- over and i taught i touted the aussies this week because i thought it set, set up really good like a kind of a sand belt place like they used and, and it was and it certainly was these guys just didn't come into really good form uh, we did cash in on uh, Ricky Fowler finishing in the top 20 at plus 280. Uh, uh, like I said, we if we had him in the top 10, we'd cash a little bit more. But I just I really liked him on the card. I just need to see a little bit more, and we saw it. So he did cash in for us. And Adam Scott, uh, plus 330 to finish in top 20. He missed a cut also. We went 5-1 and one on matchups. 5-1 and one on matchups is unheard of. Five and one on matchups. 3-0 and oh on Saturday. That got us to a profitable week of plus $80. So for for not getting winner, only getting one top twenty, top ten, for us to profit eighty dollars, it's it's fantastic. So that got us to a, a year to date total plus seven thousand one hundred and twenty dollars. And our and our are you sitting down? Sitting down. Our matchup total for the year. Uh oh. Sixty three eighteen and five. That is 60, unprecedented. Sixty three eighteen and five. I'll give you every bet card that I play. Sixty three eighteen and five. I mean, catch me Documented. Outside. Catch me outside. How about I'll never that? say that again. I'll, I'll say whatever I want to. It's your show. When it's 63, 18, and 5, I can kind of do what I want to do. Except that. Okay, I won't say it again. It's gross. I, I mean, it's your show. Because you, you have the ability to cut me off anytime you want. You're sitting in you're sitting in the box in there. So, okay, give me your, your uh, matchup record again. Why are you going to cut me off? No. 63, 18, and 5. Here's what I think of when I hear 63, 18, and 5. There you have it. Sure For those of you not watching the video, you're missing out. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And you got mad at you. You don't remember because you got drunk. Yet. You got mad at me yesterday. Remember when I talked about Paige Sporanic? Oh yeah, you can't talk bad about her. I'll no, kick your no, butt. no. You said you said you follow her. And I said I didn't I, get mad at you. Yeah, I'm she, honored. To you, know, not, I'm honored to know you. You follow her too. And, and I she follow follows you. And she follow, she she followed me because of my picks. She said, Your picks are incredible. Your record is great. I said, Well, I, I'm better than that. But anyways. 63 18. Well, see, then you need to do your boy a solid and go, hey, I got this other really good friend of mine you should follow. 63 18 and 5. And you should come on our golf show. 63 18 and 5. Just telling you, I'm just going to leave that on the screen. Please take it off now because Nancy's watching. That's not going to make her feel better. It might make Jerome feel better. (laughs) There you go, Jerome. That one's for you. Certainly not. (laughs) Certainly not, Nancy. Nancy's not going to like that very much. No, no, no. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up the show for today. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We appreciate you guys being a part of the show. Special thanks to Orca Golf at orca-golf.com. Of course, our friends at Turf Life at turflife.club. Um, go check them out. And, uh, of course, Golf Central Magazine. 
God, we got so, too many sponsors now. I can't remember all of them. We never have too many sponsors. Don't ever say I just that. can't remember to see who are. Put them we, all on the screen we gotta here. we got to start doing a two-hour show the, like uh, about. Don't forget about the uh, Golf Depot in Gahanna, Ohio. Uh, appreciate those boys. We got, got a new sponsor coming on next month, Orion Golf. We hope so, yeah. Orion. We got Orion Golf on the screen right there. We'll tell you a little bit about them hopefully next month. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're excited for those boys. We will be back on Wednesday. Maybe Johnny in the studio. Well, he'll be here. I'll make sure he's here because yep. he'll still be in town. I will. Um, to preview, what do we have coming up? The Travelers? Travelers. Big we, uh, elevated field event, so it's going to yep. be a good field. Uh, we will preview the Travelers 5 o'clock Central Time on Wednesday at fanstreamsports.com and, of course, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. And heard later that evening on your favorite podcast app uh, recorded. If you can't tune in live, we would appreciate app, you very much. That app's awesome. And, by the way... Uh, it's not out for uh, Apple yet, but if you have an Android device, head over to the Play Google Play Store and download the brand spanking shiny new FanStream Sports app. You can hear all of our live shows plus uh, rotation of the current shows, uh, everything over there on the FanStream Sports app. We would appreciate you downloading that and then giving it a five-star rating, of course, so the App Store shares it with everybody. On a scale of one to ten, Johnny, how great is the app? That's right. <laughs> Greatest show ever for those of you that get that reference. All right, Johnny, we'll see you on Monday. Uh, we'll be back, like I said, 5 Central. Until then, boys and girls, y'all keep hitting them straight.